Welcome back to the Pick 199 podcast, episode 41. Road to the NRL's, NRL finals week two. I'm here with Muzzy. Hey. Coxie. Hey, hey. And Snakeo down the bottom. What's up, everyone? Uh, so this week we're going to talk about the NRL. Last round was this past week, and we're going to go through a tier list again because it's so much fun. So starting with NRL round 25, the last round of the season before finals. Thursday night, we had the Roosters 40 over the Raiders 16. Oh, how good was it? I mean, good, not good, not good for the tipping, but... You know, it was a game that I could actually watch and not be so stressed out about because it didn't really matter if we won or lost. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and I would have rather have lost that game to cement a spot playing, you know, seven or eight, but... You know, the way things went, that worked out all right. Well, like, I really only tipped the Raiders because I thought they might step up to try and get into finals. And they. Well, that was their ticket, wasn't it? That was their ticket well, to the final. A completely, the depleted, completely yeah. depleted Roosters team. Like, that was mm. the biggest opportunity they had, and they got bollocked. Yeah. Like, the they, they, they never, like, never, like, apart from the first five minutes, they didn't look in the game. And yeah. all the cards fell the right way for them, too. Like, Ronaldo yeah. got beat. So if the Raiders had a one, they were in. Like, they had destiny in their hands. We never really thought... Melbourne rolled out a really strong team. We never really thought that Cronulla were going to beat them. Like, everything was to play for. So, for them I not think to I, show up... I think I it, ended up tipping the Sharks to try and get through, but... But, yeah, I mean, like, like, the Storm just read, professionalism was just insane. I read the Canberra group, like, the went on the Canberra page after full-time... And all the comments were just like, how disgusting was that performance? Because it just, it left nothing for them to like get excited about for next year. Yeah. yeah. Like, was, I yeah. still think their premiership window is still around. I think they've still got a premiership window. They need a halfback desperately. Yeah. Because Whiten can't do it all by himself. Um, and they get a few outside backs back and they'll be okay. But, They've really got to look at what's going on in the next like season or two, but because they're not far off, they're still in a premiership window, but they're also not far off a full rebuild. Yeah, at the exact same time, they're in this yeah. real limbo yeah. stage. So, any any ideas about what's happened from last year till this year? Well, they lost yeah, their halfback. Had this big and change. You lose Williams, who they were backing to be big. They also um, had Bateman back, last year too. Josh Bateman's Bateman was huge because even last year when they were going really well, he was there. He was out for a few weeks. They went like busted ass, and then he come back and they went on a run again. Like he was their gauge, and like the grand final against the Chooks, he was so good in it that season. He was sensational, probably the best back rower in the comp. Um, so they really missed that that back rower. And they're really missing a half. And both those positions they had filled and they both took off on them. So it's um it's tough for Canberra fans because it's a what if. But the players that they left behind also didn't do a heap. So mm. they've got no one for themselves to blame. Because on the other side, the Roosters had that many injuries. And look at that scoreline. So, so, so Snake, are you reckon they're one player away from back to being super competitive? I reckon they're two. I reckon they're one away from being a top six. If they can yeah. get a good halfback, then they're like they're close to that top half of the teams. Um, if they can get another edge back rower, they need someone that can help Papalihi. 
in the forwards. Um, I think the, the signings that they had just didn't really cover the hole that was left. So, Seiko, do you reckon there's, like, uh, how many more pieces do you reckon they need? Like, one or two more? Yeah, I reckon there's so I reckon they're two pieces away at least. I think they need a halfback, uh, which the talk is they're going after Dylan Brown from Parramatta. Um, even though he plays six there, he's only young. He's only, like, 21. Um, so there's potential there. And the, they're also looking at Luke Brooks a little bit. Um, I know he's done absolutely nothing for the Tigers, but I don't think that's his fault. So there's a chance that he could do something there with a dominant six in Jack Whiten. There's potential, I think. Well, he wouldn't be up to carry the team. Too. Yeah. Takes the pressure off him. Like, I, I think he, he needs a break from uh, that Tigers. Um, not not so much the outfit, but I think the club needs to think about moving him on. Because they well, don't they're trying here. hard. They're, they're, they're paying really hard to move him He's producing, I don't think he's worth 400 at the minute. But I, but I honestly don't think what they're paying him is worth what he's, they're getting because they don't have the pieces that's, around him to make that's it work. That's what I just said, yeah. They like, need to, yeah, get rid of him, buy the pieces so a player like that can work again. But um, So on Canberra, I think they're, yeah, halfback, a back roller away. Um but potentially that might not be enough, but or potentially it would be. So it's really hard because they need to find another gear emotionally, I think, because they should have been able to get up for that game. So yeah. I think um, for them too, like if we look at like uh, the Tigers, I think if they offload Brooks too, that 800K then turns into 1.5 mil for the next season too. So yeah. I think in interest for both parties too to sort of part ways but yeah. realistically the Ra- Raiders at the minute need a lot a lot of soul searching at the minute for them to get back to where they were like even last year the year before yeah okay well let's move on to Friday night's first game we had the Storm 28 over the Sharks 16 um, I didn't really see much of this game I think I tipped the Sharks in hope that they would do alright but yeah. I, I think, think it was the um, professionalism of the, and depth of the storm just sort of shone, shone through. So yeah, I mean, it looked like the Sharkies were sort of putting in some effort there at the you know first half. It looked a lot close, close <laughs> in the first half, and then um, just the way that second half started, the storm just sort of you know a couple of six agains, and they just ran away with it. Like it's you can understand for any team to defend against the storm's attack, but it would just. Seems like they were just sort of melted away a little bit. Yes. Considering the team that Melbourne put out too, Cronulla had a really good effort. Like if mm. we had the same sort of that was the resilience that Canberra fans were looking for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like yeah. they rocked up and they gave that game everything they had against a Melbourne team who some are picking as absolute certainties to win the comp. So they showed the spirit that Canberra fans were after. I just don't think the Sharks at the minute have got the players. They're just so thin. Like, um, But that'll all change next year and they'll be red hot. Absolutely. Uh, moving on to Friday night, second game, had the Panthers 40 over the Eels 6. Now, you would think for the first 20, 30 minutes that the Eels were right in this game, and they were. Yeah. But I think, it's, I think it just sort of was the strength of the Panthers and also they were playing a team of players that really only play like 20 to 30 minutes a week, if, if that. Tremendous effort by the Eels in this game. Yeah. 
they they come out of this not losing a whole heap. No. Um, their their depth gets a lot of game time. Um, defensively, their structures were really sound. Now I know that's hard to say when the team got beat forty to six, but they defended really solid. Um, first it just half, got blown they, out yeah. late. They, yeah. Re- realistically, a, a kicking masterclass again from Cleary and like yeah. strong, strong edge running from Brian Toto again. Like that just sort of did the Panthers. And like, like I said, it was really close for that first half. Um, and uh, yeah, so we know how good Penrith is. Um, and they're one of the front runners for the for the final. So yeah. Yeah, I think that's how yeah. it's going to end up. Mm. Uh, moving on to Saturday afternoon's first game, we had the Broncos 35 over the Knights 22. Not a good look for the Knights heading into the finals. No, I think a loss was coming closer to them than a, than another win, to tell you the truth. And the Broncos have been really good in the last probably six to eight weeks um, since Iken got up there. and they're Defensively, they've been a lot stronger. Um, Milford had three tries on the weekend. Um so he signs off his Broncos career in fashion. Yeah. Um, little stat: he's done. He's had four games in his career where he's had three tries. That's all he's had, right? They've all bar one of them have come in the final round of the season. Yeah. So right. he likes to play the last game of the year really well. Um, I don't well, know. Really what take, I don't know what to take out of that stat, but it's just interesting. Be- like, yeah, we saw a bit of a change in terms of his playing ability. Like compared to what he was doing all of this year, up until really up until he signed with with Souths too. Yeah. So whether or not that's just giving him a bit more energy to sort of prove himself, we don't know what he's going to produce next year. But I mean, I think, he'll, he, I think he'll be really good. He's got a lot of footy yeah. left in him. Um, I just don't know how Souths are going to use him. Yeah, because he's very similar to Cody Walker. So yeah, exactly. Um, it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. But he's a good player. They're getting him pretty cheap, so he'll probably fill in Benji Marshall's role. To tell you the truth, and it'll be interesting to see what Benji does. Wait, Benji, anyway. Uh, um, yeah. So where, where do the what do the Knights have to do in terms of like we're coming into the final week? That uh, well, not final week. The first week of finals. Like they, they, I think they're going to get their spine clicking. Like I think you were saying last week, Snaker, that the spine that you've got there with Pierce and Ponger and um, the other boys, they haven't really played that much footy together this year. Yeah, and those oh. boys all come off at halftime. So Pierce and Ponger both come off at halftime. Mm. Um, they stayed in this game. They probably they probably win it, in all fairness, if, if Pierce and Ponger stay out there because um, they just control it a little bit better. Um, but those boys are just going to have some more game time. They've got Parramatta. Look, you, who the hell knows what Parramatta are going to do? Like, You'd yeah, expect you might, them to be stronger this, this coming week with yeah, everyone might, coming back in. But you might. they had everybody two weeks ago when they were getting towed up by everyone else. Like they won a game against Melbourne. But apart from that, they were losing the Nufties before then. Like the Dragons beat them twice this year. So if that team rocks up, Newcastle do them like you just don't know. It all comes down to Parramatta in that first game. But I think another big thing for the Knights too. I think they lost 
they lost Clemmer at like halfway through that game as well with the rib cartilage injury. So yeah. whether or not he plays next week will be a big thing for them too. And I think they've um, been missing one of the Saifidi brothers. So if they get uh, the other Jay, one. Jay, yeah. Jacob Saifidi's been out for a little while now. Yeah. I so think Jacob Saifidi's been playing. So. Yeah. So if they can get both of them on the park at the same time, that's they're awesome. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the Knights could shock some people, but I don't think they will. Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on to Saturday afternoon's second game, we had the Seagulls 46 over the Cowboys 18. The Tommy Turbo machine keeps it's, rolling on. Like, I feel like that, that scoreline, I feel like it's pretty unfair for the Cowboys. Mm. They were up 12 mil or something, weren't they? They, they oh, started really a, strong. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, all of a sudden you've got. Tommy Turbo gets a few, and they get one. That one at the end they got, um, where you know, oh, when Ruben Gary ran from, yeah, yeah, I thought the game was dead done. The boys just they just thought, oh, we'll see what happens, and then of course Tommy puts it down through the ball around it. Yeah, yeah. The guy only played one half of footy. He scored three tries. Well, he was really quiet in that first half. Yeah, and he sat to the end of it like the best game anyone's played all year. He Mm. does it every week. It's ridiculous. (laughs) I think it's worth noting too, Ruben Garrick is the first NRL player to score over 20 tries and over 100 goals in a season. So that's mm. that's a major effort. That's impressive. Yeah, he broke Hazma Mazri's points record for yeah. a single season on the weekend. So um, tremendous effort. Mm. You think if he didn't have Tommy Turbo there, that we wouldn't be talking about that at all? No. He wouldn't go well, close, that's why. Yeah, that's mm. it. Yeah. Not very good. We're moving on to Saturday night's final game. We had the Rabbitohs 20 over the Dragons 16. Now, it should be worth mentioning that the Rabbitohs had uh, pretty close to 10 players out. Um, and it was very much their, their B-grade side that were playing against the Dragons. And I think it just sort of <laughs> seal, sealed the deal with how the Dragons have been playing all year. Yeah, well, after you just got beat by the Cowboys last week, I- didn't really hold much hope for this week against the Rebels. When, when it was 20 mil or whatever it was with a full half left to play. Yeah. It's just like, okay, yeah. turn it Oscar, off. Oscar, what are your hopes for the the poise next year, for the Dragons next year, mate? What do you reckon? Well, improvement would be nice. But who's going to improve you? Like, you're not a fan. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know in. where. It's, it's, there's a lot of things wrong with that, with the club at the minute. And like, I'm really coming around to what you were saying, Snake, about a dirty merger club. I was just about when, to say, mate, you beat when the our, words. When our, <laughs> yeah, well, when our, when our CEO and, like, all the off-base stuff is set in Cogra, yep. so up in Sydney, and then the playing group is down in Wollongong. Yeah. So there's, there's no sort of connection there between yeah. the head office and the playing group. Yeah. And, in all fairness, like, you've got the Cogra component, like the St. George component, the ones making the decisions, but the Illawarra component are the ones with all the money. Yeah. And that's where all the that's juniors it. are coming out of, that Illawarra all the juniors area. Are there, but all the money from the, the RSL club is in Cogra too. So yeah. it's sort of like they need they need to find a way to fix that area to sort of trick, to have that trickle-down effect for the team. But Dirty merger I clubs mean, don't work. I mean, the sooner we can get bloody Corey Norman out of that club, the better. He is absolutely fucking useless. How many years has he got? One year left on his contract. No, he's done after this year. He's done after that's, this that's, year. That's why we're trying to sell him off. 
Well, you can't sell we, him if his contract's done. He's just he just uh, like yeah. I mean, ship him, ship him out. We're not yeah. offering him another yeah. contract. I don't think. But the other thing too <laughs> is, tell you what, I'd I'd be flicking him out. I'd send him over to Super League or something because he's not doing anything for us. And the fact that we we sign players like him and then don't retain players like well, we saw Frizzell go, we saw McInnes go, and now we're about to see Tarek Sims go, who mm. was our best edge forward all year. He was so good so, in Origin. It is. Yeah. I have no idea what you're thinking there. Absolutely none. I don't think there is anything, and that's the problem. And the fact but, that we're retaining players like Josh Maguire as well, who who's now facing another six weeks on the sidelines too after his after his high shots on the weekend. Yeah. Like I just sort of think, well, send him off to Super League too because point in him. Yeah. There's no point in having him there. Has he got another year? Oh, uh, I'm so. not sure. I think I think he was only like a, a like not alone, but like we bought him from the Cowboys for the rest of the season this year. Yeah, okay, right. Here. So yeah, I think they just bought the final year of his contract. Yeah. yeah. So look, realistically, there's a lot of things that need to be fixed, and I might have I might have a chat with our little mate Benny Matthews about how to fix our dirty merger clubs because I'm fairly sure the Pens could run it better than the way they run it at the minute. In all fairness, yeah, I'm interested to talk about the other dirty merger club in a minute, but they're just there's so much wrong. Like, and they're talking about the new um franchise coming into Brisbane being a merger already. So mm. they're talking about two of the two of the bids, the Firehawks and the Jets merging. It's like you're merging before you're even established. You don't stand a chance. Yeah, exactly. Like you look at what like foundation clubs have merged and it hasn't worked yeah. with huge supporter bases in heartland areas. I think when those two teams that have never worked together are going to make it work. Like yeah. they're not even close together geographically, let alone anything yeah. else. Like it, it I was listening to uh, the other day and Paul Kent and like hoops and all those guys were talking about the uh, push for the, the new Queensland side. And they were saying that because those two clubs have, trying to like think about merging that it makes the Red Dolphins bit that much stronger. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, look, I, I don't know. There's there's a lot of things to consider before we even think about bringing another club in, but hmm. well I, I can't I can't think about a, another sport that does merger clubs the sort of the way that the NRL does. Mm. Like well, it's just, it, it doesn't really it doesn't really exist anyway, like outside the sport anyway. Yeah I we think did it's in ninety nine and like the early 2000s, we did it when we did St. George yeah. and we did the Tigers at the same time. Yeah. Uh, that was around the same period. It, it hasn't worked. Like we've given yeah. it now, we've given it 20 years and it's still not working. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is like yeah. in terms of all the other sports in all the other countries, yeah. I cannot think of a sport that does it. Yeah. Like it's either, like it's either you're like, bought out, you're bought out or you're relocated, relocated or franchise yeah. is bought. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like and it's never, it's, so it's never, it's never like two clubs are then put together. It's just yeah. like in the NBA, if if any if any team had the um, rights to do it, it was probably the Seattle SuperSonics. Yeah. But they would they would disband because they just knew that the merger wasn't going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. They've done it in the AFL where they've just moved franchises and it's worked. Yeah. yeah. Like. 
tonight and the AFL are probably looking at doing something like that again. Yeah. Um, with the Tassie option, they'll either bring in a whole new team, which is what Tassie want, but it's it, they think relocation. They don't think merge. They don't think relocation. And there's a reason why the NRL have made it look very difficult. Very much so. Uh, Moving on to Sunday afternoon's first game, we had the Titans, 44 of the Warriors nil, also securing their spot in the top eight with an insanely good performance. Um, And this is the sort of thing that we, we were sort of hoping that the Titans would produce earlier in the year. And they had glimpses of that, but I think now it's just sort of like... Just clicking at the right time. Yeah, it's a real shame yeah. that this game's going to be overshadowed by some of the idiotic decisions of uh, New Zealand forward pack. Yeah. Um, Lodge, he's always been a tosser. His he's, issues off the field have been well publicised, but on the field, they are some of the dumbest decisions I've ever seen made by a football player. But I think even then, like, like we saw that late hit that he did on David Fafita coming, like just mm. shoulder charging, like the middle of yeah. his back, yeah. which which can go wrong. And we yeah. saw Fafita go off later on with a rib cartilage injury. Um, but then on top of that, you have absolute meatheads like Kane Evans coming in throwing punches when it's not necessary. Yeah. And he, he only just got back from throwing punches. Yeah, like he was yeah. throwing them a couple of weeks ago, and we. The rule's been pretty clear-cut for a few years now. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't make sense when your team was like two metres out from the try line to score, got taken out. Yeah. So you've had a chance. I, I reckon they would have had at least a sniff to come back into the game. Mm. Obviously, they didn't care about it. So it just, Yeah, the Warriors just weren't really... In. What was that? So you go, Roscoe. I just said even just to score some points to make it look a bit more respectable. Yeah. 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 But I mean, yeah. like, the Warriors weren't really playing for anything, though. Like, unless, was, yeah. you know, unless they wanted to spoil the Titans' party, really. Well, that's so, you, they've got to have something to play for, but because they, they, haven't, played, yeah, they, they, haven't, played, they haven't played for anything all year. Regardless yeah, well, of, it. like, what yeah. time of year it is, they should be professional enough to, yeah. to try and win the game, regardless. And they're the um, kind of players like, that can't get up for that experience and that that game. They're the ones you don't want. Yeah. They're, they're, the ones that, well, they're the ones that you don't want around your young superstars like Chris Walsh. 100%. You don't want Evans. He's been shipped yeah, off yeah. from so many clubs. Lodge, why a club would sign him in the first place, I've got absolutely no idea. Mm-hmm. Well, he can't be good for your culture. He can't be. Well, realistically, he shouldn't be signed in the first place. Well, the like NRL shouldn't have brought him back. But yeah. But I also think uh, I had another thing on the Warriors that I wanted to talk about in terms of, oh, sorry, the refereeing. Like, Ashley Klein, this is the second week in a row that he's let a game get out of hand. Yeah. And yeah, I think agree. I think actually this game was a lot worse than last week. 100%. And that like Roosters it, game, it was bad. It was bad. And, like, but that and was based was off, like, last week you can say it was based off, like, one incident. Latrell hit on Joey Manu. Like, I know it was yeah. festering for a bit, but, I mean, this whole game was just about to ball over, like, with every set. Mm. Like, it was just really mm. poorly. And I think for the fact that he didn't send off, I think it might have been Kane again even, he should have been sent off, not sin-binned. Yeah. 
It should have so, been said the first time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But, you know, look, it's going to be interesting to see whether or not he gets reprimanded for for his performance over the weekend. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think they're both looking at big time. I think they're going to get maximums. Oh, I'm, I'm for Ashley Klein. Oh, Ashley Klein. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, the thing is, he. I think he's got a final spot. Yeah. But he, because who was the referee that retired? Oh, um, checking. 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 Yeah. He's been so good like, yeah. for so long, and he doesn't yeah. get a finals game. Yeah. Please, he's yeah. he's been the best ref in the NRL for years, and, and he yeah, just that's... doesn't get it. Like he just yeah. doesn't get the yeah. games that he deserves. Yeah. I. And then you have like refs like. Ashley Klein or even like Henry Perinara up in the bunker who yeah. can't make a decision properly either. So, yeah. but yeah, look, it's uh, and like I do feel like for Chechen, like since his career started, he was sort of told he was never good enough. Yeah. Um, which like it's it's like any sort of a- athlete, like you know, I know ref- refereeing is a different realm, but they're held to such a high standard all the time, and. You don't get any of the praise if you're good. Yeah. But if you're rubbish, everyone knows about it. Mm. And if you're not sure, the bunker's there to be used. Yeah. Like that's that's the way the bunker should be utilized. Yeah. Well, he he came out and said that he knew it was time to retire when he'd have to make a big call and all he could think about was how it was going to be in the papers all week. Yeah. yeah. No matter what he did, he was going to do it wrong. And he knew that before he made the call. That was the thinking in his head. Yeah. It's like that's not fair. I think like, even, even for like reps like Gavin Badger though too. I think he was in a similar sort of spot. He was. Like yeah. he, was he was getting death threats and stuff from from fans. Yeah. yeah. Which alludes the, to the um, question I was going to. Oh, sorry, to cut you off, Coxie. Um, the question that I was going to ask when we were talking about um, uh, Roscoe was talking about not being able to control the game. Do does the NRL need to go to referees? Don't need to reprimand that sort of stuff. Let it happen sort of like the AFL. And then what happens after that, then they get fines and they get sent off and the rest of uh, it. Because that's where we were at before. And they had to get it out of the game. So, like, that's when they brought in the send-off. When did Paul Gallon punch Nate Miles? That was the last one. Uh, like, where they let it, they did let it go to an extent. Six years ago? Yeah. So, they let it go. And it didn't work. They're trying to clean up the game. And what they've brought in has worked. It's just inability for referees to control the control it. Well, is it is it too much though? Is that the thing? Is it too much? Because most physical sports, so I'm talking like NFL, AFL, um, the NRL, rugby union. Most of the time, rugby union is probably the only exception where I think the refs do have a really good control of the game really easily. Yeah. Um, As in, like they do it really well. Not necessarily that it's easy, but they have a really good control of what's going on in the game. But in all those other games, it feels like that the ref's just there basically to ref and not control the game. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer, to yeah. tell you the truth. I just, yeah. I feel like I always got brought up, and this is honestly, this is something that annoys me so much when I watch the EPL, is the way that the players interact with officials. Yeah. I think we need to have a greater emphasis on, like, players from junior ages even yeah. to the respect level that we show officials. Because I know I got brought up, you say yes, sir, no, sir. Yeah. And I don't know yeah. if that's because, like, I've, I come up playing rugby. Like, 
Yeah, I think I'm, that's the other I'm thing. I'm a rugby I'm union player, and that's like the standard of what of what's expected. Like, when, but when I you think play... it should be cricket. It's exactly the same. Yes, yeah. sir. Like, yeah. I think for those sort of sports, though, too, uh, Snaker, like cricket and rugby, like the umpire or the ref will take control, but the ref also has the ability to stop the game. Yeah, like in terms of like it doesn't matter who's watching, like they can just go right. We're not going to play. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, but I, 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 I think if we want to fix certain issues like this in the NRL, I think we need to look at what works in others. Like, and, yeah. and we can make it work in rugby union. So why can't you make it work in the rugby league? Yeah. And I and I go to the point that we're only really seeing these issues come from one official. So is it the entire structure, or is it this one official? Like. Yeah, no. Just a thought. There's a lot of things to, for the NRL to think about over the off-season. So. Yeah. Let's move on to our final game of the round, final game of the regular season. We had the Bulldogs, 38 over the West Tigers, nil. Get it up, you Benny. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things to digest from this from this. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> from, from this, from this situation. What was it like, Mars? Watch you obviously watched this game. Yeah, because I thought we actually had a chance for one. <laughs> what was it like, mate? Just uh, well, you did. You had more than a chance. You had the I, I if you've noticed, as you were chatting, I was not responding to any messages because I was <laughs> I was glued you the- to the screen and I just did not want to look away. You didn't, didn't want to put the pick one ninety nine curse no. on them. No, I didn't. I did. I, that too. I actually was scared of that. To be honest. Buzz refused to message back. Refused to message any Tiger supporters. So yeah, we yeah, it, yeah, So yeah. we did it for him. Yeah. Uh, there was no talk of scores. Oh, I was so happy. Uh, I was watching the Bledisloe, watching the Wallabies play, and I was like, "Nah, I'd rather watch the Bulldogs play the Tigers." <laughs> <laughs> hey, so don't know this is more about the Wallabies. I said, said this is the game he's going to watch. I said last oh. week. I said, "Bro, I bet you this is the game everyone's going to watch." Well, I think we said last week that it's going to be a snooze fest because we thought it was going to be so bad. Yeah. It, was it was bad. It was, it was bad. But it was but worse for one team than it was the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I was so happy. But that Tigers team, that is, that's the worst performance of the year. Well, it's like we were talking about before, that there needs to be, like, it, not all an the investigation. Blame. Say it. There needs the to be an investigation. Not all the blame can be put on the players and coaches. Um, and the majority of it can, but I think there's a lot of things going wrong at the top too. So, you know, this is the most financial year the Tigers as a club have ever had. Wow. <laughs> so, but I mean, like, like their front office is doing certain things right, mm. but it's also doing a lot wrong. The majority of it's wrong. Yeah. Like so, some signings, like um. Uh, the the center, um, the rocket, um, James Roberts. James Roberts. Yeah. They the coaching staff didn't even know he was coming. Yeah, they just got he just got a knock on the door from the CEO and just said, "Oh, we've just signed James Roberts." Just so you know, like how's the coach meant to get a structure? One, the McGuire um, Madge is all about defensive structure. So let's hire a centre that hasn't made a tackle in five years and the, the only good thing you had about him was his pace and he's slowly losing it. Well, it may, like, signings didn't match what the team are trying to do. 
Yeah, and that's it. He's been injured all season anyway. So, so they've got $1.5 million in their salary cap that they can't spend because no one wants to go there. Yeah. So they need a marquee player. They've got a million and a half and they can't get anyone. That's how much of a shambles they're in. They're going to be in a rebuilding stage for the next at least five years, I think. Yeah. Well, if like a friend, of, like if Will Kennedy was to sign with Dan, I'd be so sad. I, like you wouldn't wish it upon anyone, like to go to that club because mm-hmm. I can't see five years being enough. Well, that, that that's just as the base minimum sort of thing yeah. to, oh, to try and get a hundred percent. Like it took, into some sort of thing. they're gonna have to do this. They're gonna have to do their rebuild through juniors. Yeah. And let's be honest, the junior development at the minute, they're letting too many good ones go and they're keeping them. And like Gus Gould did it with Penrith, but Penrith had a better starting foundation. He's a better businessman. But it's not like the Tigers have a... Tigers don't have a small catchment area. They've got a very big catchment area for They've got the best. That West, the Western Sydney side, like the um, Magpies side, Concord... The Concord area that is like the best development junior development area in all of football. And do you know how much money and effort they put into it? Dark yeah. egg, yeah. So, Tim Sheen's like going there next year. The whole idea is that he rebuilds their entire junior structure, like Gus did with Penrith. But it's going to be a long process. Yeah. I think I honestly I get rid of them. In all fairness, bit that, of regulation. I, I, I've been talking that I want relegation for years. I honestly, I don't understand why it's such a bad idea. Teams should be money and everything else that goes with it. It's TV, it's TV money, like yeah. it's. But that's the thing. Like the TV people might want to, because like that you'd have to show like the reserve grade games that are playing, or like the, the competition that's under it. Yeah, yeah there, there wouldn't be enough money in the game to support that. Like we've seen in the reserve grade New South Wales Rugby League, like that competition was scrapped when we went back in. Yeah. So there was no yeah. money going through that for them to keep going. Yeah. So um, the, a, the A League has an interesting way of looking at theirs because their sort of structure is heading towards that anyway. So with their current... Yeah, with their current structure. Um, so they're heading towards, we talked about in the pod a while ago, um, an APL, which is an Australian Premier League, uh, because at the moment they just have separate NPLs. And their NPL 3 and 4 are all broadcast for free. Yeah. So, but they get hits on ads and stuff. Uh, yeah. Because you have to be, you have to like sign up to watch the games, but it's still for free. So... Yeah. You got access to like NPL three, NPL two, NPL one, which will then lead into APL and then to the A League. So they got a really interesting structure set up. If they were to gain enough money to then transfer that into any sort of TV deals, yeah. no, it's all possibility. Because mm-hmm. at the minute, I just think there needs to be more accountability. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, when, oh, like. The Bulldogs shouldn't be allowed to win the spoon for three years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even if it's one down, one up, I'd mm. be happy with that for a bit. Yeah. But 
I just, yeah, I don't feel like it's fair to the truth. It's just me. Very good. Well, that's the wrap up of the last round of the regular season. Let's move into the first week of finals and we'll go through our tips very quickly for this for this coming week. So we on Friday night, we have uh, first place Storm up against the Seagulls who are sitting fourth. Who we got? I just shocked the world. I'm going to go Seagulls. Mm, I just think Melbourne have been good but not great for the last probably six weeks. Um, and I think the Seagulls are really building to something. I think the other thing that should be of note too is Cameron Munster will be out for this mm. week as well, I think. With, yeah, uh, it's he's, looking that he's, way. He's, he's got another infection in his knee from where he did that MCL tear. So. Yeah. Is, uh, is that O'Carr back? Yeah, that yeah. hamstring? Yeah, I think, uh, I think so, yeah, because he rested yeah. this past week, so he'll be I back this week. I think they're pretty much as strength. I think it's just Munster. Yeah, yeah right. That's a I big... know, it's... um. It's hard to not go with Melbourne, just seeing, yeah. you know, just that level that they can get to when they need to. I feel like they've just been on cruise mode. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's hard. I suppose it's hard for a team that's winning so long to sort of always push yourself every game to to play to your sort of peak level, yeah. you know. So I think um, I think Eagles will be a test for them, but I, I still think Storm will get yeah. over them in this one. I think so too. I think if Seagulls had been playing someone like the Rabbitohs, I think they're a yeah. much better chance against a team like that. But look, it, I think it'll be a good game either way with that with that rivalry that's there already. So, mm. yeah. uh, moving on to Saturday afternoon's first game, uh, we have the Roosters taking on the Titans. Now, if, if you're the Titans, if you're the Titans, would you rather have played the Eels or the Roosters? No, nah, you want to play the Roosters. I think you'd rather play the Chooks. Yeah. yeah. Um, just, purely, purely based on the fact that 60% no of their salary cap's on this sideline. Yeah, we get yeah. Victor back this week, which is massive. Um, yeah. Jared's back this week, which is yeah. massive. Um, I think we, Jared. Yeah, I think we needed our fourth pack back because if we're going to get beaten by the Titans, you're going to get beaten through the middle. Yeah, um, and we only so played the Titans, you know, earlier in the year, and, and we had a lead on them, and they they brought it all the way back to one point. It was one point yeah, game. One point I feel game. Like this Titans outfit, if we're going off, you know, how they performed yesterday, they're a much better side than what they were then. I think. Yeah. So, 100%. I think it's going to be a tough one. I think it's going to be very close. It might even be another one point game, Jakey. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I've got that in me. As much as I don't want it to be. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long year. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I like the Chooks. I like the Chooks. I've been going the Chooks all year, so I'm going to stick with them. Yeah. I think I'm going to go Titans, purely based on... You're a dirtbag. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to be against you, mate. You're a fuckwit, so, Bosco. Yeah. Everyone's against me. Fuck you. Muzzy? Yeah, look, I... It's tough. Titans have been so inconsistent the last sort of, you know, six games. Mm. And the Roosters are always, like, consistent. And I just think, to piggyback off what you were saying, if I was a Titans fan, who would I rather play? I'd rather play the Eels, to be honest. Um, You're playing against a team that's showed how inconsistent they are all year in Parramatta and, like, can go from real big highs to... You know, like be, like to beating the storm yeah. to zero to hero, yeah, to yeah, losing to the dragons. Like it's twice, 
twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Like it's like they only a, won four games yeah. this year. The Dragons. Two yeah. of them were against Parramatta. Yeah. Nah. I think. I think the other thing is too. Like every time we sort of count out the Roosters, they they seem to sort of pull something out of their ass to get the win too. So yeah. keep counting this out, Roscoe. Oh, look, I'm, I'm just doing it to be, to be different, mate. I think in terms of in terms of the halves, though, too, like I think through like last week, he was sensational. Yeah, he was hey, so exactly. good. Hey, Snake, I got a question for you, mate. Yeah, hit me. You're a bit of a tactical genius. I thought oh, you're so. your own self, right? Yeah. Um, what do you think about Trent playing? You know, he's got. Lamb at seven and Hutchison six, and he's got Walker as the as the fourteenth man. Yeah, um, look, I don't mind it because I understand what he's trying to do. So yeah. I think he's trying to hide Walker early. Um, defensively, is a little bit of a liability at the moment. Yeah. Um, do you think we'll see a bit of that against the Titans? No, I think he might start against the Titans. I yeah. think Lamb's been really good. He's been he's so really good, good and he yeah. was probably going to be. Like in all fairness, he was probably our first choice seven at the start of the year. That's who yeah. I had at seven at the start of the year. It was so him and Kiri, wasn't it? It was yeah. going to be him and Kiri, who yeah. I had. Um, yeah. So I understand why they're sticking with him mm. and why they've given him the crack. Um, I just think our upside with Walker is so much higher. Like if you're going to win a comp, I think the chance of winning it with Walker at seven is better than with Lamb at seven. Yeah. Um, but I also understand bring a walker on because he come on the other day, played 15 minutes. He had three tries. Mm. Like he can just destroy teams late. Yeah. Sit back into the first half. Depends on when you need him. So I um he's just so he's just so quick. Mm. And when your fold pack's just down and they've played, you know, 70 minutes or so, yeah. I can how can you catch him? And you've got a mo you've got a pretty big forward pack in the Titans, so that might be something that they look to do. Walker off the bench again. I'm just having nightmares of, of thinking of big day for feeder running over semi walker. Yeah, it makes me nervous too. <laughs> Taking him over then, the try line. But if a feeder runs over the top of everybody, it doesn't matter who you are. So that's yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. No, I I understand what they're doing, but I think if we're gonna Challenge the better half teams, then I think we need to have Walker at seven. Walker. If only he's yeah. had the, the, the two Joey Manus, mate, you'd be right. Make up the now we've got none. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we from Sorry. two in Coxie's Buzz. Who are you, huh? you kidding, Muzzy? What's that? Who have you got for that game? Oh, I've got the Roosters, mate. Consi- consistency. I like he's consistency. A good, he's a good bloke, unlike Roscoe. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Saturday night's final game. We have the Panthers up against the Rabbitohs. Uh, Latrellis Rabbitohs, I, it doesn't hold much hope for me to tell you the truth. I think, mm, yeah. I think I've got Penrith winning the comp at this stage. So. As, as good as um, young Taft played on the weekend, I, yeah, Panthers have their full strength side there and they carry so much more momentum out of that game that they played compared to the Rabbitohs. Yeah, yeah they still weren't great, um, Penrith against. Eels, but they just did the little things right. It's like so close to clicking majorly for them. Yeah. The feet of Pengai off the bench is just caught. He's been killing it. Mm. Well, even Fisher um, Harris been back in the side though too. He, he was phenomenal yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, they won purely on the back of Nathan's kicking game at the end of yeah. it. So 
Um, I think... Um, oh, Penrith is special for me. Yeah. I think for any team, let alone the Rabbitohs, if you're going to lose a player of Latrell Mitchell's sort of calibre, you're not going to be anywhere near, you know, your strongest side. Yeah. And it is, it is, a, it is a big, big loss. Like, he... We saw the, the the difference he made, like in the Origin squad mm, alone, yeah. Um, yeah. and to be like in that sort of company to stand out in those, like among you know some of the best players in the game. Well, I think he was ripped off not to be made of the series yeah. at Origin. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think he was yeah. honestly ripped off. So yeah, so and I think I just yeah I think Penrith are just going to steamroll them. Yeah. In all honesty. Yeah. Oh, very good. Uh, moving on to Sunday's. Uh, Final game, final final game of the finals week one. We have the Eels up against the Knights, and expecting Eels to have all their stars back this yeah. week. I think it's going to take a lot from the Knights. I think Ponga will have to score at least three or four tries for them to, or set up three or four for them to be a chance. Yeah, I think Parramatta are going to do this one. I think they mm-hmm. finally had a good bit of form at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mitchell Moses is really starting to step up. And I, um, I like Parramatta. Yeah. And based on the way the night last week, I think it's tough to for anyone to tip them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Very good. Well, with that, that's the preview for this final week of finals week one. Let's jump across to so we've got something special for for all our fans. We've got the tea tea maker has made an appearance again. Yes, I feel like great... it's going to make it's going to make a few, a few appearances this year. Yeah, oh, so yeah. and we're just going to rate how the years have gone for all the clubs in mm. the NRL. So what we have we have premiership favourites, final specialists, exceeded expectations, heartbreak highway, and the garbage basket down the bottom. So what we'll do we'll start off with the storm. Surely they have to be up the top. Premiership favourites. Yeah, 100%. Solid as. Uh, Knights? Um, I'm going to say exceeded expectations for... Yeah. Yeah, they're right where I thought they'd be, to the truth. I think they're just... Right on on the brink of the eight. They're right in that, like, they're in that, the middle of those two, you know? Yeah. Yeah. North Queensland Cowboys. Garbage. Garbage basket. Absolute garbage. They are dreadful. Mm. I yeah. think for, for, for the Heartbreak Highway, I think the other thing we can say for that is, is like they've got a glimpse of what they do in the future too. So somewhere like, that they're going. Yeah. Somewhere where they're yeah. going. And at the minute, I can't see where they're going with that team, no. especially with our little mate Chad Townsend being their half for next year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just for that fact alone, Roscoe. Oh, I'll, I'll say, I'll say now. You should have just got think... a photo of him, Roscoe, just a photo of him and we'll just put that on there. In all fairness, I don't yeah, reckon he'll play a single game for the Cowboys. There you go. I reckon. That's his hot take. Snakeo's hot take. He just, he's not good enough to make the team that's going to come last. Yeah. Well, they'll win the spoon next year. I'll, yeah. I'll so what you're, say, what you're saying is he's going to the Tigers. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Big money uh, for him. <laughs> uh, Gold Coast Titans. I think um, um, Heartbreak Highway, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think they exceeded expectations. Uh, I definitely I think they, they want to do much better than what they did this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think they underperformed, to be honest. I think, I think we, 
especially halfway through the season, I think we all had them going higher than what they were. Yeah, they needed to make the eight to be a pass mark, and they yeah. only just 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 made it in. in. Yeah. So yeah, like if Canberra yeah. had a one, we wouldn't even be talking about the Titans. You know, yeah. they we'd be talking about how disappointing a year it is. Yeah. 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 Uh, Sydney Roosters. Final specialist. I um. I was going to say exceeded expectations. Yeah, I'd say with the, with the say, injuries. Yeah, based on with all the injuries. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say exceeded just from yeah, yeah all the injuries and how much we had to rely on that depth all yeah. year. What well, do you think we're in the same bracket as the Knights? I think. No, it doesn't. No, but hang on, hang I think on. I think in that bracket Come you guys on. are yeah. up here, and yeah. then the Knights are, you That's know. why I think we're final specialists. I think if you're talking about where we're going and where we've been. You can't ask a single thing more from the Roosters than what they put out this year. That's why it's exceeding expectations, yeah, I think. That's why I think it's exceeding expectations. You I, know what I, I'll do? I'll put I it in we, front of the Knights. There you go. Yeah, better. We're exceeding Not being behind the Knights. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I even need to ask about this one? Dragons. Garbage. 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 Straight up. Lining, mate. No, there was, there was nothing to take out of this year. Um, we lost Ben Hunt. With a broken leg and then a broken arm, I think. So, and didn't lose Corey Norman. How about that? Oh, mate. Of course, he stayed fit all year. Yeah. Uh, Sharks. I think a heartbreak, I won't. Yeah, I think so too. I think there's something there for the Sharks. Yeah. Yeah, Next year, they're going to be so good next year. Absolutely. I agree with that. Like, considering all the signings that they've got for next year, Nico Hines, Dale Finucane being probably the best two signings yeah. of the year, really. Yeah. Uh, mainly, mainly Seagull. Okay. Specialist. Yeah, to- Tommy Turbo. See, I was going to say you exceeded expectations. I was thinking the same too, Roscoe. Wait, this, because, nah, no, 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 no. Can nah. I just explain? Because if you base it off the first six weeks of the NRL mm. season this year, yeah. they were in the bottom four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it wasn't until Tommy Turbo came back that they were anywhere near yeah, playing but finals. With but with Tommy Turbo, they're still final specialists. Yeah. So all right, if we're going to go into that category, Roscoe, then we may as well put the Roosters in Premiership favourites because if we had all our players all season, we'd be winning the comp. So. No, nah, I'd be put. Let's talk about what we're actually looking <laughs> yeah, at. Yeah, Not yeah. a chance. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Exactly. That's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. Uh, Rabbitohs. Uh, final specialist, I think. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking final specialist. They, fin- they, they finished third. Like, yeah. 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 And they were, they were flying under the radar there for a bit. They yeah. won like nine in a row. Yeah. But, yeah. like, when they, they only, played, when they, they played those garbage teams, but yeah. Well, they, they lost to the Storm and both Panthers as well, I yeah. think. Yeah. So each time yeah. that they played them. So I think, yeah. Yeah. They're there, but not quite there. Yeah. Uh, Parramatta Eels Heartbreak highway Yeah I reckon I reckon too Yeah because You can't yeah. put them In exceeded expectations Because they were so Underwhelming this season Yeah And they're just yeah. Consistently Unconsistent Or inconsistent We really no, need was, Another I was, category I was going to say Heartbreak highway yeah. so. Based on what they've done The last few years Though too you're not allowed to drink before the pod. Are we talking about the same team? Yeah. <laughs> they got beat by the Dragons twice. Yeah, but they still <laughs> made it top six. Well, they, yeah, but yeah, they finished they, six. They, they, their expectations. <laughs> the Roosters finished higher than they did. So we're no, 
Yeah. Heartbreak. It's got to be. Heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be. I can't believe that. There's no Uh, way they exceed expectations. No way. Your expectations of them are way too high. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Did Eels finish sixth, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. How can you say that's exceeded expectations, Roscoe? That is that is fair. I will I will concede that. Fuck. Get off the crap. They were hoping (laughs) for Get off the weed. Uh, Bulldogs. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Heartbreak Highway for Bulldogs because I don't think we're expecting anything out of them this year. Yeah, that's true. We're expecting them to be a little bit better with the signings that they made last year. Yeah. How many games did you win this year, Must Four? Uh, three. I think mean, that's still that's, garbage, though. I'm sorry, that's garbage. Year. That's garbage. Yeah. See, but um, like, if we're basing it off like what we think will be there next year, though, too, we're not, but aren't we doing this year? Yeah, but remember I said Heartbreak Highway is also, we can see signs Glimmer of the future. Yeah. Yeah, well. And you would base like off what yeah, they are. I still think, I still think garbage basket. Right, yeah. I'm still upset. I think for this, for this season, if you finish, if you get the wooden, if you get the wooden spoon, <laughs> I think. Nothing other than garbage yeah. basket. Yeah, you've got to be. Uh, Warriors. See, I would have put Bulldogs into Heartbreak Highway and put Warriors garbage. No. They were only two games away from making the eight, the Warriors. They've lived away from home for two years. They lost Roger four weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, losing Roger alone is enough to put on Heartbreak Highway. They've got got a future. Reese Walsh is the future. They've got good players there. Yeah. Well, I think that, yeah, I think the glimmer of hope saves them, I think, because I think there is something there. Yeah, they still finished. They still finished like eleventh or something. They had a good year. Uh, West Tigers, garbage, garbage. Is there any debate? No, No. I didn't think so either. (laughs) Straight up garbage. Uh, Penrith Panthers, premiership favourites. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) not even (laughs) close. (laughs) Uh, Canberra Raiders. Heartbreak. Oh, heartbreak. Heartbreak, yeah. 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 I think so, too. There's got to be something that changes down there, and they need a genuine half, so. Yeah. Last but not least, the Brisbane Broncos. I think a heartbreak for them, too. I think there's a glimmer of hope there. Yeah. Yeah. Their yeah. last six weeks, seven weeks, have been quite good. Yeah. Um, I agree. I, Yeah. Still calling bullshit on the Roosters, but apart from that, it looks pretty good. Yeah, I think that looks good. Not very good. Uh, that, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. Well, that, that just about wraps up this week's NRL uh, previews, analysis, and what else. So thanks for listening. We'll chop these up so we've got some clips for YouTube. Very good. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Cheers. See you next time. <laughs>